everyone, and welcome back to a Thursday edition of the Scouting Report. Excited to get into today's play report, where we will look at the on-field exploits of now-dismissed edge Brenton Cox Jr., formerly of the Florida Gators. Lots to talk about with Brenton. We'll get into a little bit of the off-field, but uh, mostly focus on how he will be looked at from a draft standpoint. Before we get to that, had a great conversation yesterday with Mike Riddleman of the College Gridiron Showcase. Make sure you check that one out. Next Wednesday, we will have on strength and conditioning coach Jesse Ackerman. Jesse has made stops at the University of Texas, the University of Florida, and the Atlanta Falcons, just to name a few of the many stops he's made. He will be on to talk about a number of the elements that I am sure will teach you something new about strength and conditioning, how development happens, and what all a strength coach does. I was with Jesse for multiple years in Atlanta, and even I learned something new as we talked. You won't want to miss that one. As always, like, subscribe, and share. Find me at RightStepADV or at RSAFootball.com for all the shows and other content. Into November we go. Final grades are really starting to pile up on players, and that is certainly the case for today's player whose on-field grade is done. Uh, his season's over at Florida, so let's jump in. Brenton Cox, Jr., edge out of Florida. Before he got to Florida, a former Georgia Bulldog, one of the top recruits out of Stockbridge High School in Georgia. He was the number three recruit in the always loaded state of Georgia. He was the number five defensive end recruit nationally, was the number 11 player overall in the 2019 class. Had offers from all over the country, really had his pick of schools where he wanted to go. Opted to initially stay home with the Dogs, where he played in 13 games as a true freshman. It was apparent very early on that he had some special traits. Unfortunately, the drama that is now over his head started in Athens, it looks like. A disagreement with the staff during 2019 ultimately pushed Brent to enter the transfer portal. As a result of his transfer, he had to sit out that 2019 season under those transfer conditions, ultimately led to that 2019 redshirt year. 2020, now Florida had the chance to showcase the talent where he certainly did 12 starts productive impactful and quickly showed why he was one of the top recruits in the country 2021 saw more of the same as scouts started to really prepare for this guy to leave early before he did not 13 starts eight and a half sacks 14 and a half tackles for loss type of numbers that you want if you're going to be expected to be getting taken in the draft but with the conversations he had ultimately decided to stick with florida for another year Looking back on it now, I'm sure he may question that decision, but we will see coming through the process. Into 2022, started the first game, eight games of the year, was an altercation versus former team, ultimately led uh, head coach Napier to dismiss him from the team. In those eight games, he had two sacks, eight tackles for loss, 35 to total tackles, not extraordinary numbers. Uh, again, just solid, solid numbers overall. Uh, on October 31st, just a couple hours after that dismissal, he took to Instagram, announced he was officially declaring for the 2023 NFL draft because of the 2019 redshirt, 2020 COVID. Could have had another year, but as a fifth-year player already, decided to go ahead and jump. A guy that's been on the draft radar for a few years now, officially has his measurements. You're looking at good size across the board. Nothing really jumps out here. Looking a bit just above 6'3", right around 250 pounds, enough arm length, right about 33 inches. The number that scouts will really focus on through the process, that 40 time, not expected to you know, be a great tester. 
we'll talk about that with his film. Um, so, you know, he'll have to, you know, really have the time, the effort, wherever he goes in trains, we'll focus on that. But let's get to the film, talk about the strengths and weaknesses. First off, his strengths, physicality. This is a guy that plays with an edge, uh, plays with a tough attitude. Maybe that is his attitude all the time, perhaps. Um, he'll put his hands on blockers. He will shock to knock them back finishes plays he just doesn't look to tackle he looks to strike has some old school kind of nastiness that's not in today's game a whole lot plays right up to the line sometimes steps over it but again that's going to be looked at physical player scouts always like to see physicality this is also a versatile hand up hand down guy can play with his hand down on the edge and nickel and sub defensive roles will set an edge play with pad level versus bigger blockers from a two-point stance, he can drop. He can play from some stack positions. He can move around as kind of a spy nickel rusher. He's likely going to be a 3-4 outside linebacker. Look at as a sub rusher as well. Going to be a guy that needs to learn multiple spots on the defensive line, linebacker core. On the weaknesses side, speed and fluidity. This is a guy that will flash a 1-2-3 that maybe gets you excited, but overall just shows more stiffness in his hips, lack of top speed than you want as your true edge rusher. You see it especially when he is chasing. This is not a guy that turns it over real quick on the edge. You see the stiffness in his hips when he starts chasing. Um, he can labor his plays, get elongated. Again, always shows that stiffness there. Stiff through the hips, makes his secondary move, and off-strip rush, rushes a little tougher, a little less efficient. And going along with that, his explosion and twitch, you know, there's, there's going to be the average to sufficient range. Not a guy that's going to be an elite tester based on what I see on film. Um, you know, it's probably going to be a little bit ho-hum right in the middle of a fat bell curve, fine numbers, but that 40 is going to be talked about. Not a guy you consistently see threatening edges, planting, driving, getting black blockers back or off balance, balance guys that have maybe that elite first step, even a good first step where you can uh, get guys on an edge, get guys on skates, and get everything gets better. I just don't see that with speed, explosion, you know, twitch, anything with this guy. So what do we see on film? An edge rusher primarily plays in both base and sub defense on the edge. Will be hand up or hand down. Uh, will work to both the field and boundary as well as the strong and weak sides. This is a mauler. This is a guy that wants to get his hands on strike, play with physicality. We'd call him a sufficient overall athlete, better in tight quarters than in space. We just talked about it. Just sufficient first step speed, explosion, fluidity on the edge. Tightly wound player that does not drive off the line of scrimmage, does not create a whole lot of stress on edge blockers. Best is a jack type edge setter. Jack linebacker will work to shock, shed, um, you know, play a long arm, play a wrong arm, set an edge, you know, kind of collapse things down. Again, that's where he's going to be, you know, the best at. I would say he's got an average pass rush arsenal where his lack of speed really limits his ability to set up other moves. Uh, O-line really sit down on his speed to power, on his power game, on his bull rush. Struggles with the scissors and swipes because those hips are pretty tight. Uh, he is an effort rusher. He will work to disrupt with a good motor, but he's not going to be a one-on-one -on -one winner when it matters. That third and 10, this is a guy that you're probably going to leave your left tackle out there isolated on and uh, match up elsewhere where you need to. When working in space, he is stiff, does appear to understand spacing and zones, will do enough to disrupt from his underneath zones when he's dropping. Uh, not going to be asked a lot to play there. Uh, situational, be, be a drop guy into the boundary. Um, at the college level, again, not many boundaries in the NFL, so we'll be limited there. So 
who are my player comparisons. So this was a tough one because as I was thinking about guys looking through names, thinking back on players I've done like this, I started to go with guys like Ronnie Perkins, who was a tough, physical, edgy guy out of Oklahoma, or a guy like Patrick Jones from Pitt, high effort rusher, a little bit more of a speed rusher. But both of these guys ultimately had a redeeming quality that have allowed them to get drafted and find a role on a defense. Um, as I was going down through the list of players, as I was kind of going through the Rolodex in my mind, most of the guys that I was coming with are either practice squad guys or guys that are no longer currently playing in the NFL. Uh, you can maybe start to see where this grade's going, so let's just get straight to that. So where do I see this player ultimately in the, in the NFL? This is where the conversation on Brenton gets a little more complex. So Brenton, highly recruited, highly sought after, and for a time, very productive edge player for the Florida Gators. Uh, so for the player on the field, I would be ready to go with the day three grade, probably the sixth or seventh round range where he would have a chance to make it as a special teamer, a developmental edge rusher, kind of keep working those things. But when you start talking about where I ultimately see this player in the NFL, you have to start factoring in some of the things that will factor in as far as off-field uh, concerns. So Unique, unique circumstances surrounding him, namely a transfer from a school that will let bygones be bygones if you have talent, and then a second dismissal from another program that's not producing a bunch of choir boys every year. It is hard for me to think of this player as a draftable player. So for every player in the NFL, there's always going to be a certain level of off-field distraction to on-field production balance that scouts and front offices will have to weigh. A scout is always going to write a caveat that a player's on-field talent deserves this level of grade, whatever that may be, but the reality that a player must produce on the field must be met. The latter element of that is always more for directors, GMs, and owners to decide and will ultimately determine where a player ends up on a final draft board. So while I don't know a ton about the person of Brenton Cox off the field, to be dismissed from Florida, have transferred from Georgia based on that circumstance, what's been out there. That's two huge red flags for me on how much value this player would have to bring to be a draft pick. I fully expect scouts to be asking more and more questions of both spots, probably going to be most Southeast area scouts as well as national regional directors, over-the-top scouts. I expect some GMs to be making calls to both programs as well, getting all that information they can. Does a late day three talent player to be, uh, with off-field questions ultimately get drafted? I think we'll ultimately find out come April. Brenton will likely have an all-star game, perhaps the combine, and I am sure he will have some visits, top 30 visits, 30 visits, whatever you want to call them, to teams where he will answer questions on what went down in both Athens and Gainesville. But from where I sit, I'm going to put a seventh-round talent grade on the player, but I'm going to put a final undrafted free agent grade on this player, see where the chips fall. Brenton, if I have any advice for you through the coming months, be open be honest and be humble about where you have come from and what you have gone through. Again, I always say it, an unanswered question is going to hurt you a lot more than a question with a negative answer that is at least answered. Know that when scouts, GMs, and everybody else is talking to you, but that does it for Brenton Cox. Let me know your thoughts on all things scouting reports. Who do you want to hear in the future and what topics you want to hear more about? 
at RightStepADV or rsafootball.com. Keep the football coming and keep scouting.